0: The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about you, Cowboys? Yes! Go Cowboys! This, this is Media Match, a roundtable of Cowboys insiders dropping wisdom and offering sizzling takes on the current state of your Dallas Cowboys. Now, your host, Nui Scruggs.
1: Mash, let's ride with insiders talking Cowboys today. John Bishota of The Athletic, Nick Eatman, the originator and ungrader from DallasCowboys.com, and the longest tenured beat writer consecutively. Going back to the Chan Gailey
2: days, right? There was no, Switzer? Switzer. Switzer. Man, come on. Switzer. 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 Glantz Hill, the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. Switzer. Switzer. Wow. How you doing, man? How you guys doing? Nick, happy to see you again, bud.
3: Thanks. Thank you. I, I saw you just last week. I know Arizona. Man, we
2: had a good time.
3: Clarence was working, man. Hey, he was working. In Arizona. Is he is he
4: the longest beat writer? Yeah, be yeah.
3: But that's okay. I mean, that's okay.
4: Who are we talking about?
3: Nothing. Um, anyways, now Clarence I, at the owners meeting. I mean, he he was working. He was working hard over there. I mean, it's a it's a challenge. You got to keep up with the with the Joneses. Literally, that's what it is. Well, you know, and. and
2: I, I, I try to tell people you know they have these owners meetings at at these different locations in West Palm Beach years some years and and some years in Phoenix, and and these great locations great vacation locations we're at this swank hotel thousand dollars a night or whatever it is and you think oh you're gonna you know you're gonna be at the where were we at the uh, Biltmore? The Biltmore, Arizona Biltmore. I've been there. It's nice. It is nice. We don't get to enjoy. It. We no, get I'm this. We there. get. We have a media room. We get to stay in the hallways, you know. And you know, it's you don't really get to enjoy the sunshine, whether it's in Florida or Arizona, because you're in a hotel trying to get glimpses of. Quotes, you know, outside a lobby when people come in and out from the meeting rooms, you get one night. We get we get one nice little. They do a big party that we all get to go and eat and drink. But you're there working. You're networking. You're you're waiting for for Stephen Jones. Monday, they start press conferences at seven a.m. and I was there at seven a.m. You know, after hanging out, with
3: I just meant that you, you did a good job. You worked hard. I mean, I think we're good. Like we're, good. you just worked hard. You worked I hard. Let,
2: I, I know, you don't need the itinerary. I, I just want to let you know it's a long it's day. It's grind, people. It was a long this day. Is a, this is a seven a- 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 m- I would just give you a couple seven a.m. to midnight. Seven a.m. to Who midnight. Who else could do this? Seven a.m. to midnight.
3: He did good. He he outworked me for sure. He definitely did.
1: Seven a.m. to midnight. Proud yeah, of you dog. Now, did you get to stay? Just a splash at that hotel.
2: Yeah, well, I was at the Four Points Sheraton. I stayed
3: two. there one night when <laughs> one time when when the Cowboys were the coach were coaching the Pro Bowl. Yeah. I think it was 2014. And I stayed at the Biltmore and there was a there was a cleaning person that was like, "Hey, uh, yeah, there's some a couple players right here, but it's like the kickers and the punters, so it's not going to get too rowdy." Uh, it was the loudest I've ever slept next to anybody. Like any hotel room, it was just like music going. It was Pat McAfee from the Colts. Like he was made the Pro Bowl and was just throwing parties That's there. Fine. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like when he, I was like, this guy's gonna yeah. So what you is he stayed, gonna do when he's you that stayed
2: they're doing the Pro Bowl? Yeah, wow.
3: yeah. I know it was it was crazy. It was the that was the year that they. They coached the pro, you know, or well, right, they've 24.
2: coached it several years. because they've how many times they've lost as the a, as the a, as a top seed, and, and I did it with Wade, and we did it yeah. with Jason. Yeah, <laughs>
3: coach a few Pro Bowls is not like something to go on the resume.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I uh, was starting to peruse some mock drafts. I haven't it I haven't worked. heavily followed it, but. Uh, I saw B. John Robinson, uh, according to uh, NFL.com and Bleacher Report. Then I saw the tight end for Notre Dame, Michael Meyer, on uh, PFF. And then the other tight end, uh, Kincaid, saw him on another draft uh, draft board there. And, and just me. Now we get to go around the room. Start with you, John. I don't think people understand that because Dalton Schultz left, the Cowboys aren't going to just say, oh, we must fill the first-round pick with a tight end. Think. I think the last tight end he took in the first round is David LaFleur back mm. when Aikman was around
4: here. Yeah, that and then also that Mike McCarthy, it, during his 13 years with the Packers, they never took one even in the second round. Um, it was Jermichael Finley, Richard Rogers in the third. I think those are the only two times they even took somebody in the third. And then everybody tells you that knows this draft, that studies this draft all year round, that this the best class is the tight ends. Mm. So if that's the case, then why do you necessarily have to – Go for one in the first round. I mean, I guess if there's a guy that you think, you know, I mean, everybody's st- scouting staffs are different. If you think this one guy, like Michael Mayer, is yeah. clearly better than everybody else, then yeah, maybe you do that then. But uh, I don't think they're taking a tight end at 26. I just think that a lot of these mock drafts, you know, a lot of these people are going to position, oh, hey, Cowboys just lost Dalton Schultz. This fits into there, you know? And so um, I don't know. I just think that there's going to be a better value. You know, that's the thing. Like, I just think guys will slip. I don't think BJ Robinson will, but obviously if he was there, that, that seems like a no-brainer to me. The guy that I'm interested in is Nolan Smith, the DN from uh, Georgia, who he's a little bit smaller size-wise, but he tore it up at the combine, and uh, he, I would just think he'd be a great piece to add to Dan Quinn's defense if he was to fall. I mean, obviously DN isn't the biggest need, but if a player like that falls to you, how can you pass on him?
1: Nick, the whole tight end uh, speculation?
4: No and i'm i'm not good on the tight end there in
3: the first round i i just i don't think if they really wanted that if they really felt that it was a huge need they would have signed dalton schultz when his stock was falling like it did or whatever i mean i, I think they would have brought him back so i don't I, I think you add a tight end i don't think you have to get one in the first round but but just see how it falls you know i mean if they have a guy like if they think is a kelsey type guy that he's fallen Sure, I mean, I, I think you're you're fine with it, but I wouldn't go into a thing. We got to get it tied in.
2: I mean, one of the things I gleaned from the owners' meetings uh, on those nights is that at the end of the day, they didn't think Doctor Schultz was elite. Yeah. Which is why I mean, they did offer him the twelve million year contract a year ago. He didn't take it. He thought we get more. They were they were ready to this year. You know, they weren't really going to put the type of money back up for him, and he thought. Initially, was going to get more on the market anyway. But they did not think he was that elite player. So the reason I say that, if there's an elite tight end there that they believe, I think they would take it because it's the best player at the position. And 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 that's why a lot of people are mocking tight ends because some of those tight ends are ranked very high. They're considered, you know, special tight ends. And if one falls, then it's something to be considered. They're not going to force a tight end. I think that's the, you know, we we've talked all long about what they've done in Freighton and say how they don't have to force a position. You know, they can be pure to this draft. But if the best player is a tight end, I think they could, they 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 would consider taking mm-hmm. one. You know, yeah. they're not going to force it. It's not a need position, but if the best player is one of those special tight ends are there and people think Meyer, those guys are pretty good and who can do everything. Yeah.
3: But once you get past the first or second round and then they'll say you don't address it till third or fourth, to me that, that suggests – we are okay with Ferguson starting. They are, and I think they should be. They they are, yeah.
2: but if, if one of those special guys is there, they're not going to bypass him. But, see, but 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 again, that's see my problem with the, with those. And in, 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 I know you brought up the mock drafts. It's a freaking guessing game, especially when sure. you're 26. You Correct. know you're. You know no one knows. You know, you're only you know everybody's guessing. No one, you don't know where Bijan is going to go. You don't know where some of these guys are going. You gotta, you know, we're all at the liberty. I got to do a mock draft too, and I I just hate this whole mock draft thing because everybody goes crazy about it. Because when you're that low in the draft, you can't control who's there. You don't know who's going to be available. Then you got to decide where. Okay, if a tight end and a defensive end have the same grade on your book, what do you do? Then you go with knee, right?
4: I don't know. I think I would go DM, DM because DM. I think you got to factor in which all position that, is more valuable. I, I mean, that. that's the other thing that hurts with the draft, at least recently, is there's been so many first round pick tight ends that I haven't hit, you know, and and I think that factors in a little bit too, yeah. where you're like, hey, yeah, this guy right here that you might get at 26. This guy right here, you get in the second round at the back of the sixth round at, what, 58, might just be just as good as that guy is. Why are we spending that premium pick there?
2: Exactly. And that, that is my problem with the whole thing is that the bust rate of tight end is higher than it is a running back. But, you know, But this whole referendum against running backs, oh, you can't take a running back because they don't have value. You say the same thing about tight end. You can say the same thing about safety. Why would you take a safety at the top of the draft? You know, or off the ball linebacker. Of course, Mike is
4: not an off the ball linebacker, but you know, look at the off. It's the funny you say that about the <laughs> about the running back thing because when I think of that, I think the only one that is up for debate is is Bijan Robinson, right. and I just think it's funny that if there's any Cowboys fans out there that say that, it's like be careful with what you wish for because man, he certainly makes a lot of sense for the Eagles. Oh my at, God. at ten, and, then and all of a sudden he's in your division, and right. now you got to deal with the So you know? if
2: he helps the Eagles win two Super Bowls next right. three years, but he doesn't play ten years, oh, all a horrible pick. yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. it's just stupid.
3: Yeah, I, when you said we don't know where he's gonna go, I, I was like, I do. He's going to Philly. Yeah, we're well, going to Philly. You
2: know, uh, that would be of him with with Jalen Hurts and I mean that 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 would Scary. be crazy because I mean I just talking to people in Philly. You know, the running back there, I can't even think of his name went to Carolina. Uh, Sanders. Yeah, they think you know Sanders. A lot of his stuff was based on the quarterback. They don't think he was that special, which is why they let him go in free agency. He didn't get a lot of money to get the money he thought he was going to get in free agency, but they let Sanders go. I think about Jamal um, Lewis.
1: With the Ravens, Ozzie used a first-round pick on him. He didn't have a long career, but they. Won he got a champ- hurt though, but yes. Yeah, they won a championship with him. He had a two-thousand-yard season, but they got what they needed out of him. And I go back to what you say, Clarence. Who cares if he's you know people talk about like ten-year player? I think people really forget that it's it's NFL careers are short, mm-hmm. and for running backs, it's shorter because you only have so many hits in your body. But if you give somebody five good years on a first contract, then, then and, and they're gone. Six, does, with, six with the franchise debt. Okay, d- does it matter?
4: And if that's the case, you know, because obviously with the Cowboys, people will talk about Zeke. It's the contract that Zeke got off of it. If you just tell me that you're going to get those first five or six years of Zeke, who's not taking it? Especially with the way that that team was built. It's not like he was. Uh, I'm trying to think of some of the first rounders that really like Leonard Fournette. What did he really give no. to Jacksonville? You no, know, like something like should've... that. Yeah, um, yeah. There's a couple others though. I'm talking about like the elite, elite back oh, that goes go like to top. top ten, yeah. where you're like, oh, this is gonna be our bell cow for the next, you know, ten years. Yeah, the the thing about it, which makes it difficult, is the five. You
3: say five years or six with a franchise tag, but it, it's it's never it never goes like that because if the guy's really good, let's say it's Zeke like after three years, you know, really good, has a couple rushing titles, they don't just sit there. It's so awkward. You don't just sit there and go, well sorry two more years and then we're done you know and then he's looking for more money and then media starts talking and then it's like well why will not the Cowboys pay this guy and then it, it it's it, not as smooth as it sounds of just paying for five years because he performs it, 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 well
2: yes but they but they, they put a clause the in there they've changed the rules they you can't hold out right so, so you he, can't I mean what I' said you can't do what Zeke did anymore so they're kind of limited correct yeah. you know, and it, it to me it, it, it's that's why to me it, it, it sucks because Generally, when you, especially for running backs, they're at their prime mm. the first five years of their career. But when they get a chance to get paid, you know they're on the next contract. So you're really paying up for what they did before, right. and not what they're gonna do. Yeah. But you got them the first five years on the cheap.
3: Like, what did? When did Zeke really fall off? Like five? Five years? Yeah. I mean, he's played seven years. Yeah.
2: I mean, he's had a couple years. Yeah. I mean, more. but like... they, but they got him on the cheap for the first three years. Sure. You know, for what he meant to this franchise and what he did in rushing time, they got him on the cheap. But no one says that. You know that was just
4: a yeah. deal. Trent Richardson was the other one I was thinking of. Yeah, Trent third Richardson, overall pick. Yeah, up, cool. yeah, where you're not getting anything close to that. like Zeke. He gave you two rushing titles. I mean, and again, and again, and again, the, the key thing about all this yeah. too is look at the way that that Cowboys team was built. It made a lot of sense then for that it's team to go in team. that direction.
2: It's yeah. Running team? No. Yeah, uh, is it, that so? It, it, it's so the the draft is, is you know this whole who they mock into the Cowboys. I've seen. Offensive linemen, I've seen defensive ends, I've seen the defensive tackle. certainly I've seen the tight ends, I've seen cornerbacks, I've seen running back. Okay. It's wide open for the Cowboys. That's how it should be because they've done a good job in free agency where they can take the best
4: player. If they were at 10, would you be fine with them taking B.J. Robinson? At 10. Yeah. I would be fine, but, mm-hmm. you know, Steven
2: said that you can't, you know, we talked about him at the combine. Right. You know, you can't take them that high because of the value. That's what they believe. Yeah, you know, at you know, at that because of the value of the back, you know, he's learned. I guess he learned. You know, even though he, they they <laughs> like
3: what they did with Zeke, he said that. He said that though. This is my second. Like, I absolutely hate that Monday press conference, like before the draft. That's my least favorite press conference right. because that year in 2016, he even said we don't value the running back that high, and then they take Zeke at the fourth pick. So yeah, it's it's that. Liar's poker. Right? It's just, yeah, it's not a good one because it, what are they going to say? You know, of course they're going to say that kind of Sometimes stuff. Sometimes
4: they'll just sit on the bus but and I tell do. you that they want to keep it. No, but I, I that,
2: but I just think that I, I, I agree with what you're saying, but I think they do have the experience of Zeke and experience of the contracts and all that stuff at this point. I'd take him, him at
1: 10.
4: Yeah, I would too. I'd yeah, take I him mean, at 10. I, I would, yeah,
1: sitting here just looking at, uh, uh, pulled up a little web story on tight ends going in the first round. You had uh, Kyle Pitts in 2021 going to Atlanta at four.
4: I'd still be all on board with Kyle Pitts. I think he's in a bad situation. I do do think he's special, though.
1: Noah Fant, Broncos, 20th overall in the first round, 2019. T.J. Hawkinson goes pick eight to Detroit in 2019. He's no longer with the Lions. He's with Minnesota. Hayden Hurst, the interesting thing about him going at 25 to the Ravens in 2018 is he was drafted in the first round before they took Lamar Jackson. In Baltimore. Uh, mm-hmm. He's no longer in Baltimore. He's in Cincinnati. And now he's someplace else. None From of those
4: guys you just mentioned have performed like what you'd expect out of a first round pick.
1: Hearst uh, was really good at South Carolina, too. Yeah. Uh, David Njoku coming out of Miami. He was a 29th overall pick to Cleveland now on his second deal. Eminem, he got paid. You he think? got paid last yeah, year. He's he,
3: the reason Schultz is Exactly. Yeah. Schultz, Schultz. Schultz wanted to get that in Joker yeah, of money. Hey,
1: give us that. <laughs> they were like, hey, all the owners look looking. Whatever the Browns put
3: out, don't bring it to us. Agent <laughs> of the year right there. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
2: but, but you, you you put this list together. I think Hurst is a good player. I think Hawkins is a good player. You know, he Man, went to, Minnesota wanted but, him.
4: But a top-ten pick? Good. Well, he's
2: top a, 10, maybe. Hurst uh, wasn't. The only person that was top 10 was was, was Hawkinson. Yeah. Everybody else. Hawkinson Everybody else, they're 20 or later.
3: trying to draft these two guys that are out there, which I don't know where they were drafted. They were well, What round are we talking about? Kittle,
1: Kittle wasn't drafted that high. Yeah. Kittle
2: was like a third or fourth round pick. Cowboys, Kittle, the Cowboys Kittle was was passed on Kittle. Yeah. And and
4: Kittle, Kittle was a
1: five. And so I'm just. Everybody fun. passed on I'm, the I'm just naming first round So Just to kind of go through it. So 2017, you had the Giants taking Evan Ingram at 23. I think he's on team three now. O.J. Howard coming out of Alabama, that national championship game. Uh, Tampa took him 19. Uh, He's been bouncing around. Uh, Boy, one of the worst picks ever. Um, At 10, the Lions took Eric Ebron, passed on Odell, Zach Martin, and um, Uh, some dude named Aaron Donald. Yep. Tyler Eifert coming out of Notre Dame was 21 to the Bengals. And then uh, Jermaine Gresham, the Bengals took him at uh, 21 in 2010. So there's there's a lot of lot of I don't want
3: to take a tight end in the first round. <laughs> Thank you. Just put that on there. Yeah, yeah. Don't so want to do just, that.
1: just looking at this, you can say tight end it's first hard. round.
3: That's a, that's a tough one. That's a tough because you see these guys and, and what they did in college. And most of those guys, I would imagine, are kind of like big receivers in college, you know, especially Pitts and then you just get here and it's it's tough it's tough to do all that you know the, the game is, is different so they don't it doesn't translate the same
1: To the break here so we've got a little draft talk there let's dive into uh, Terrence Steele and, and what we heard at the owners meetings about Terrence Steele and his position could he be playing some guard tackle where does he uh, where does he go we'll do that with Clarence Till Nick Eatman John on New East Grice media mash on Dallas Cowboys.com radio
0: Celebrate responsibly. 2021 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas.
6: When you build, you start with the foundation. And home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far. With up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less, the satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com slash homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America, NA, equal housing lender, credit and collateral subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend.
0: The season is finally here. For months, we've been gearing up to win. Now it's time for the team that performs on any field. United Ag and Turf. With John Deere Zero Turns for mowing, compact tractors for loading, mini excavators for digging, gator utility vehicles for hauling, implements for grading, hay tools for bailing, United Ag and Turf for winning the official ag and turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys visit unitedagandturf.com for more
6: back, back, back to back.
1: media mash media mash from the star all right, the, the draft is this month, so so there's a whole lot of things going on with the draft and a whole lot of just, just coming off the owner's meetings about where the Cowboys are at here. Let's dive into it. John Mishota, got uh, Nick Eatman and Clarence Hill here. i New Newy Scruggs. So, uh, Nick, I'll start with you. Okay. Mike McCarthy you know, met with the media and Terrence Steele, who started at right tackle last year. They let Lel Collins go to Cincinnati. Steele gets hurt, and now we're talking about steel playing some guard and jerry's like we tyrant is starting so
3: yeah. what do we make of all this you know in,
1: in march april
3: it was funny we asked those guys um uh, mike and then steven and jerry not in that order but those three of them in a span of about 24 hours and they all had different answers i mean not not completely different but just different answers to that question um Personally, I, I I don't think he's going to play guard. I don't. But I thought the interesting thing that that McCarthy said was, it's almost like we're tired of hoping that our offensive line can have some continuity. We're just going to plan that that it's not going to be the case because it hasn't been the case since he's been here. So it's like let's cross train everyone. Let's play him at guard some. Any center is going to have to play guard, or vice versa, and all that. We're just going to go into this knowing that this is going to happen. But I don't. At the end of the day, I don't believe Terrence Steele is really going to be playing left guard, I think he ends up playing tackle. If they say best five, I think Terrence Steele will be in the best five. I, that's what I believe.
2: Jared Jones does not think he's one of the best five at tackle, or best two at tackle, which is, you know, and and the idea that, and I'm not dis- disagreeing yeah. with you what you're seeing, because at the end of the day, Tyron's injury his, his history is probably going to make that the case anyway. Right. But going into it, the fact that we're talking about cross-training Steele at left guard or even give them guard reps tells you he's not the main guy to tackle cuz if he's the main guy to tackle if he's the guy you think is going to be your starting right tackle you're not giving him guard reps you're not you're not giving you know your starting right tackle mm-hmm. Which is interesting. I'm gonna let
3: you, yeah. no, I am going to say... I have a rebuttal of that. When but, I don't, I don't when I'm
2: but I'm just saying that you're not... I mean, if he's your starting tackle, yeah. why are you giving him guard? If he's going to be your starting tackle, why are okay. you giving him guard reps? I mean, the tackles are the, are, are the most important oh, players out there. Go
4: ahead. I was going to say, Mike McCarthy said multiple times last year that he thinks that Terrence Steele's going to be here for a long time. Yeah. To the point where, like, I remember it being like a little surprised by it because I'm like still looking at him as, oh, this is this undrafted guy. Is he really? I think they're more of... Hey, if we're going in the season today, we got to cross-train him there. Because right now, what do we have at left guard? Chuma Odoga? Did I say that right? I think so. Yeah. So I think they want to try and cover themselves. But I will be very surprised if they get well, to this draft and they don't draft the guard. I think also,
3: out of respect. You know, they talked about that with Zeke. You know, that's why they did not give him a deal. It was a low ball. Now that respect is a big deal, and it's going to be a big deal for Tyron Smith. Out of respect, you say, all right, here's your contract, and just detailed. I mean, every game he plays is almost a million dollars. And you can make six million or you can make seventeen. But this is how you get to do all that. And by the way, you're a backup. No, I mean they're not gonna do that to him. They're gonna say, All right, this is the deal, you've been here a long time, future Hall of Famer, and this is how you make this money. Uh, uh, we'll we'll but see, they but they then, don't have to
2: say anything at all. I know, what but
3: but they're saying right now that he's left tackle, but that's you have to say that because you just gave him the contract. But I mean, if it's best five, I don't think he will be. So
1: let me ask this, just based on what you're talking about yeah. with Tyron's money. Terrence Steele is coming up, and they'd like to negotiate. With yeah. Him. So you know, you pay guards a lot less than you pay tackles. Yeah, uh, is, there, is any of that? No. Would any of that be? A I don't. Right? Think, I don't. think yes. – people.
2: I don't think they're trying to lowball. Oh, this is a year early. Let's 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 try to cross train him in guards. So when he has to come up with tackle, you know, we don't have to pay him. I don't. I I don't see that. I don't think they're being that uh, calculated as looking into next year and say we we're going to cross train him in guards so to lower his – time. I don't think he's going to get my. Great tackle money. I mean, at, at this point, you know, how much money do you think he's going to get a tackle that you have to try to lowball him a year early?
3: I don't think he would be a good guard. I'm not Or not that, that either. Good. He's
2: too tall. He is too tall. But t- I, and I guess getting back to the Tyron Smith, my conversations with, with people in the front office and not Jerry Jones is that they think Terrence, Tyron Smith is a better pass blocker. Than Terrence, and then. Terrence too. Yeah.
4: which is all what what, and that he's might be saying. great for the first series of the of, of the season. Thought we were going to
2: run the ball. Again, I thought we were running the
3: football. I, I, I thought that was the thing. We're and they run think it. he
2: can be. They think you know if he's practicing, he can be as good a run block. I'm am I'm gonna tell what, you what I was told.
3: Here, okay, here's what I what I don't understand, and I I'm I'm definitely in the minority in this. Terrence, T- I mean, um, if it's best five, then. Why have a really good tackle? We'll say Tyron's healthy. Why have a good tackle as your swing tackle and you're trying to figure out what's going on at left guard when you know Tyler Smith can play left guard? I mean, he's going to be here 10 years. Okay, fine. So what if the first two aren't fully at left tackle? Like... He can do
4: it. I mean, so if yeah. that's your best five, why not slide him in there? And I do think it. there's a good chance that that ends up happening, if they weren't to draft somebody high enough. Yeah, uh, here's, a quote. here's a quote, though. from This was the one when it first raised my, my eyes when he said it. This is uh, at training camp last August, last August 15th. Mike McCarthy goes, you just got to be so impressed with Terrence. Two years in a row, he's had a tremendous offseason. I think Terrence is someone that has a chance to be an anchor over at right tackle for us for a long time. And this is before the season started. There's nothing that happened during last season that would go, yeah, I bet you they're changing their tone now. Oh. Like, there's nothing that he did. So I, I find that hard to believe um, that the coaching staff doesn't think. Now, they're obviously, new offensive line coach now, and so he's going to have his own say in it. But I find it hard to believe that Terrence Steele isn't going to be your, your starting right tackle.
1: I went back and uh, we, were, we were talking about the players lounge in our text chat. And I said, guys, I'm really not going to stress over what's being talked about in March because – we're talking about 17-game schedule.
6: Mm-hmm.
1: People are going to get hurt. And then one one of the players here, Tyron Smith, we know is not going to play 17 because this is just, it's just the bottom line facts. We've got half a decade right now to prove it. So they can tell us all this stuff here, but the reality is we know if, th- if this is the lineup they want to put out here, it ain't going to be 17 games with that lineup.
4: Yeah. And because you know that it makes sense to have three guys that are all offensive tackles. I mean, you also got to yeah. develop somebody else behind them and I'm, for when Tyron goes down. I'm totally but. fine with that unless
3: Terrence Steele's offseason of maybe playing guard changes his his body type or he's trying to do that always think about Tyrone Crawford honestly I know I've said this on here maybe before but other show of just Crawford never knew what what he was going to do going into the offseason tackle in you know losing weight gaining weight and all that and and he was because you know these position flex guys are good to have but it also kind of it's kind of stunts them from from maybe taking it to another level
1: coming off an
2: injury yeah. So, so yeah. we have to also see. Them. He, he looked good. I mean, I've seen some of him on, on IG, on Big Duke's IG. He, he he's looking pretty good. Yeah. You know, coming off this injury, and I mean, and, and it's different between an offensive lineman and a wide receiver, the cutting and all the stuff. I think he, he'll be ready to go. What about center Tyler Biadas? I
4: mean, he's coming off of making a Pro Bowl. I mean, I don't think that they would be trying to go in another direction there. I think what it comes down to. And and just reading about, because I'm not going to sit here and act like I just study all of these draft prospects. But there is a lot of guard slash center with a lot of these prospects. Guys, you can get second, third round things like that. I think that's what they would like to get is they to get up draft somebody maybe second, third, fourth round that they feel like can be a guard, can be your backup center if needed, and then go from there. But um, I I don't know. I think Tyler Biadas will be the center here for for a while. I think he'll get a second contract.
2: My conversations, they like him. They're, they're, they're not concerned about the center position.
4: Yeah, I mean, I, I think if you get another Connor
3: McGovern type of guy and hope that he doesn't get hurt his first year and all that, which I think really kind of hurt him there. But but that type of guy, you know, second, third round. Steve Adela
1: of TCU. Who, yeah. Oh, yeah. He I don't could know. be a first-round guy. Yeah, I think yeah. he's a – No, well, I'm just I'm – there's, there's a position flex guy with guys playing
3: guard t- and can play yeah, center. Love guard. it. I mean, at 26 – so the pro shop may not love it to sell the jersey or whatever, but man, you get me another Tyler Smith at twenty six or you know, with but in this case probably more center guard than guard tackle, but I think that would be great. I think that if that guy comes in, the big guy from Florida, right? He's yep. three thirty strong. I'd be fine with that. But
1: when we come back, we talked about you know, a lot of a, a lot of uh, offense. Let's flip to the defensive side here as we get ready for the draft and an area that I'm still harping on that I want to see addressed. Hopefully, day one. If not, definitely day two. With Clarence Hill, Nick Eatman, John Machado, and East Scrooge. This is the Media Mash on DallasCowboys.com Radio.
0: The season is finally here. For months, we've been gearing up to win. Now it's time for the team that performs on any field. United Ag and Turf.
5: Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. CATT.com slash 5G for you for details. This-
0: Back Back,
1: back, to Media Mash. Here we are, Media Mash, talking about the Cowboys draft is coming up here. They've done some good free agency work, so that next thing to tackle is the draft where the Cowboys, uh, under Will McClay, have done an outstanding job of drafting players and getting Pro Bowl talent out of them. So we've got John Mashoda, at The Athletic, Nick Eatman, DallasCowboys.com, and Clarence Hill, Fort Worth, Star-Telegram, I'm Nui Scruggs. D-line is still an area I, I just really, really want to see them address either the first night or day two I'm a Cowboy historian, and I go back and I look at all five championships. They had outstanding play on the defensive line here, and they've got to find a way to stop the run because, in my opinion, when I look at how you beat the Cowboys the past couple of years, it's been teams that have been able to run the ball on them, especially um, in the playoffs. So,
4: D-line, first round, thoughts? Love it. I just think with a lot of Cowboys fans, a lot of people that follow the Cowboys, there's probably a little bit of a bad taste because the last time that they spent a significant pick on the defensive tackle spot, it's been, you know, it was Tristan Hill. It didn't work out, obviously. But I I don't think that should get you to stop doing that. I think that that's one of the – if you list their starting lineup right now, I think D-tackle is the one spot where you're like, man, they could certainly use another young guy to to put next to Osa that you have here for – I mean – Neville Gallimore, this is probably his last year with the Cowboys. Jonathan Higgins, it's a one-year deal. So what do you have left then? You have Osa, you have Quentin Bohanna. I mean, you could definitely use I, some more beef in the middle. Stop. You can also use some more beef in the middle there. Uh, that would make a ton of sense if the right guy's there, that Brian Brisee from, from Clemson. Um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's like Clarence said when we started the show. I mean, what they've
3: done is, you know, free agency – They've put band-aids on most of the positions, and, and and that'll be fine going into the draft. And and I think that you know, going into the first couple rounds of the draft, if you don't touch this position, this position, you're fine. That's that's what free agency is supposed to be. And I think that they've done that. But yeah, defensive tackle. I mean, if the guy if a guy falls to you there, or, or you know, just something that you just feel like you have to have. Yeah, the the, the good thing about picking at twenty six is, I think is. It's going to come down to is this guy ready to play right now? Does he come in and, and just play? And so if if it's a tight end, sure. If it's a if if it's a corner, you know whatever it is, that's why I don't see it being a receiver because I just don't think the receiver would come right in at twenty six and, and be a difference maker.
4: But I do think a defensive tackle. would. It would be wild too because that Jalen Carter from Georgia. A lot of oh people talking about off the field and things like that. If he was to fall all the way to the Cowboys, like how do you how do you pass on that talent? And because I really do believe that if you really want a real game record D tackle, you probably got to get him in the top 10. Not many of them really fall that yeah, far. And we know
2: Jerry loves a rehabilitation project. Right. You know, especially at a good value. Oh, it's as they're talking value. about on TV right now. Good value. Did Vince Wilfork,
3: which I would never say his name right, Wilfork. That yeah, sounds right. Did he fall? I mean, I know I know he was like 21, 24, something like that. Did he fall to there, or is he just no. like that's kind of what he was? He was a
2: nose tackle. He was big, you know. And it was well, great. you don't, he don't really, really draft nose tackle. You don't have any yeah. pass rush presence, but he was just a special player. He was but yeah, special. you know. And, and and getting back to defense, I I think that for this to truly be a defense, a great defense, you need a horse in the middle. I've, I've said that I'm, again. I'm old school. You cannot be a special defense without somebody special in the middle of that defense, pass rusher, somebody that's going to be a horse in the middle, and the Cowboys don't have that. I don't know if you can get that at 26, but they do need to upgrade that defense tackle position.
1: So, um, Drew Rosenhaus says he's not going to let uh, let his guy Carter go visit anybody who's not in the top ten. Any issues with that?
2: No, I mean... I mean,
3: that's just... Uh... I
2: don't know. It's tall.
3: Yeah, that's agent play because then it's like, okay, well, what if, if a team
4: wants to trade up for him? Yeah, yeah. You're not right. going to let him go meet with them, right? You're sitting there at 14 or something like that, and you're like, well, if he falls sitting at nine, there at, sitting might... there at 20, if you really want a game, like like Clarence said, this isn't a Cowboys thing. Like it's a, an NFL thing. You need good defensive tackle play. There could be a team at 22 that's like, this is the missing piece from our defense. We're going to trade up for I, him. I don't need to meet with you. Right. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean. You kind yeah. of would like to if you're going to trade up too, you know. You, know, you would kind of like to spend some time. I think, I, I don't, yeah,
3: you're right. I think that they've met with enough people. You know, they'll, they'll, they will they kind of everybody everybody knows what's going on. Yeah. You know,
2: yeah, people know what's going on, and, and I think that you know, you know, I mean, just like we talk. oh, the Cowboys weren't going to draft guys they visit with. Then all of a sudden, there's some people that they draft. You know, who's on the board? I'm going to take him because I know he's special talent.
3: I think. What's it? if, was if it he Mo drops, Claiborne? Yeah, was it Mo Claiborne? Yeah. Which okay, I mean, it didn't, work, wasn't out, a, didn't no. work out. But like they traded for him, I don't think they would ever talked to him.
2: Yeah, I mean, because they saw a special talent there, and I think the same thing would be the case with, with Carter. I
4: mean, do you think there was a ton of going in and really digging in with Micah Parsons? No, <laughs> remember the remember that story on that on the draft day that like. It was a big deal. Like after they drafted, that, like I want to say it was like Mike McCarthy never even was on like a call or anything uh-huh. with him or something like that. I know that it got blown into this big like net, like it was beyond just Dallas story about how yeah they, wanted, they
2: had no uh, idea thing, they had no idea Michael Parsons oh, would be available. My they biggest
4: were, my yeah. biggest thing is when people talk about they the did. Cowboys draft is at least. You know, before the last three years since Mike McCarthy has gotten here, you had a little bit of an idea. These last three years in the first round, as we said here today, you had no idea that they were going to draft the guys CD, that they did. You didn't yeah. CD, Micah Parsons, Tyler Smith. Five days before the draft, most people didn't. were like, there's no chance that Tyler Smith would ever. I mean, heck, an hour before the draft, most people said, no, Tyler they were not Tyler Smith. The day of the
3: him. draft, I remember, yeah. I remember someone telling me about Tyler Smith. And I and I did. That, that was my mock pick, but that's only because the day of it, I was just like, who? Yeah,
1: <laughs> like,
3: oh, it worked me. out. Yeah,
1: it, it, it totally worked out here, and I just had this feeling that
3: all the I'm gonna I'm gonna real quick what? before you, you say that, it worked out because of what we just were talking about about free agency. It allows you to do that. It allows you like they covered themselves with the defensive end just enough that year of 2020. Was it Chase on that they kind of wanted to take? Yeah. But yeah. C.D. Lamb, like you gotta take what C.D. Lamb. To that guy? Right, but I'm just saying nothing. I'm nothing. Yeah, they've covered themselves to the point where when that guy falls to them, that they can do it. So you, we don't know. It it could be a position we're not even talking about. And so, it's like kicker. Uh, let,
1: cor- let me, let me could throw be. Corner. Let me just throw this out. Here. So, so Rosenhaus is the agent. He's done enough business with the Cowboys to the ears. We think if they didn't pick up the phone and say, hey, at least put him on a Zoom with us, at least we got some questions here, that he'd take that phone. Absolutely. Call and it, I mean, to put a player, especially a D-lineman, on the Cowboys with all the games that they're going to be on TV, Rosenhaus would do that. I, yeah. That's just me. At the end of the day, what, what smart agent wouldn't want to push the, a player to the Cowboys where you know they're going to be on TV and, yeah. oh, by the way, if they're really good, Jerry's right.
2: His yeah, but, but he's not pushing them now to 26. You know, well, this, he's not pushing no, So the Cowboys are 26.
1: No, I, and, and in my mind, it is the Cowboys calling him, hey, we may – we might. We've done it before. We'd like to have a conversation if if yeah. something can get into play.
3: Yeah, I, I don't see him trading up. I don't see. I don't see that happening either. I,
2: I, I, I never, never know, man. Never. It's
1: just, know. just, just how old is, with... is Jerry now? Eighty?
2: Eighty-one? Wow. I mean, so what does they got guy do with it? Uh, b- because
1: you start, as you get older, it's like talking to the Rangers on. It. why he spent all that money. He's like, hey, man, he ain't getting no younger. Yeah, but I'm we trying to get a job. Jerry,
2: done. but this, this, that's been Jerry's mantra for the last five years. Y- you mean, this could be the end. I don't have time to have a bad time. I mean, this yeah. ain't, you know, that, <laughs> that's that's been, how long was that, that's been his mantra. Yeah, he, I, he's been desperate, you know, got rid of Jason, you know, his whole uh, time to you have must, a bad you time. You pushed him. In yeah, the, yeah, but I mean, the reason.
3: The reason why he's not going number one or two or three or whatever, that would be really risky to lose two first round picks for, you know, or however much more you yeah. have to do to get up there. The
2: questions about his character or, or work ethic or whatever. I think if it, it falls there, to
3: you and you're like, all right, let's do. Yeah, it it's like it's like Des Bryant, and, and I don't. I'm just saying, Dez was falling for different reasons too, and it's like, okay,
4: yeah, I don't, I don't think they would be moving up like with Dez. It's not, you're not moving up from. They moved a couple spots. yeah. yeah, and yeah. Like, they, right, I could see them doing guy. it for a, for a player. I do not see them going from like, not not too high. Yeah, going into the top. If he gets to or like, top you 13. know, eighteen, nineteen, right? Like, wait but if second. Carter Absolutely. starts
1: to fall, and it's a report, legitimate. But if their team's saying, hey man, he's not on our board, and next thing you know, a guy starts tumbling down here. I'm not saying it's going to be a Randy Moss type tumble, but. If this guy, next thing you know, could be sitting here at
4: 13 or 14, I think you would have to make it to the back He's end of the teens. He's not gonna pass Philly. It's <laughs> Philly's gonna be like, That's we'll true. take him.
2: Do, yeah, we, we never, never. They know. Take, they're taking, they taking him. They're taking Bijan. Philly's taking everybody. Yeah, yeah Philly's yeah. gonna take them all. <laughs> <laughs> they're
1: gonna get a, they're gonna get Trey, a Aaron yeah. Rogers. They're gonna, do they're, they're gonna, they're gonna <laughs> surprise us all. They're gonna surprise everybody, everything.
2: Um, <laughs> they are in the catbird seat though. For, for team they have, the picks they have. I mean, it's. it's It's just the best of the situations. Uh, How comfortable
1: are we with the running back coach now, Blasco? Anybody ask McCarthy about that?
2: mm
1: -mm. Anybody care about the new running back coach who's never been a running back coach in the league? Does it matter?
2: I I, I think it matters in the running back room. I don't know that the, you know, obviously um, running back is a position that you wake out of bed, you can play. I mean, I think everybody understands that's why rookies can play. Yeah, either you can or you can't. Yeah, you know, you have it. I don't know if the... But I, I think there's some chemistry things that, that you need to have in the room. I think the, the great thing that Skip did last year was to, to to get Zeke and Pollard and be able to get them to share a load and, and, and split that, handle those, manage those egos in that running back room. The good news is there's not any egos in this running back room. You know, Tony doesn't have an ego, you know, c- based on his past and whoever you bring in to go with him won't have an ego. It's not like Zeke is there. Or, or some big time back is there that yeah. have to manage, so I I think that helps. You have a guy like for Blasco be the running backs coach because there's not anybody that you know you have to have reverence to. And you
1: had two, you know, for the the past two running back coaches we've seen here, between Skip Pete and the late Gary Brown, those are really two good guys who connected right. with the room. And now you're bringing in someone who's not done it.
3: They played in the league, yeah, and yes. Skip before. Gary, so those those, yeah, those it's been there, two it's been guys been there for a long basically. time. Yeah. I'm trying to think even before Skip. I mean, I've, maybe Clarence Shellman way back in the yeah. day, right? But yeah. but I feel like most of the times it's been somebody that's played in, in the league. So, But, you know, you can make that case with a lot of positions too. I mean, I don't know if, if – uh, Joe Philbin actually blocked a lot of people in the offensive line, you know, in his life. But he was a pretty good coach there too. So, but, but, I, he, but he G- Ger- Jerry played, and on the offensive line He did out. play. He did so. play guard. Yeah, so that's.
2: I don't think it's a national. It's it's issue of playing position. It's issue of experience. coaching the position. Experience with the position. Yeah, they
3: like position. this guy. I mean, they, they they like him. They think he's smart. He was a, he was an assistant offensive line coach. Talking about Blasco, right? Yeah, Blasco.
2: McCarthy's boy. I mean, he brought him in from Green Bay. I mean, yeah, they like him. But if McCarthy likes him. I yeah. mean, that's his boy. I mean, this is this is a yeah. that's a that's a family thing.
3: It always he, has it, been, and he
2: taking care of his family.
3: That's always I mean, like
2: McCurley, the linebacker,
3: like yeah. John Garrett when Jason Garrett. Yeah. I mean, like yeah. it's it's, literally it, family. It, like, yeah. it happens.
2: It, it, it's a family thing, and, and and that that's part of the NFL, and and we'll see well, how I'm this fact, works. But sure I guess I think, and I guess my point is, it will work with this room because there's no big ego, no big name. I mean, unless mm-hmm. we love Tony, but I mean, Tony is not an ego in this room.
1: I, that is, I just found that uh, something we hadn't really chatted I don't think it would have worked
2: the same way if Zeke was still here.
1: And I think that I, – I do wonder, was that a part of it as well? I, I do, because we have seen that happen
4: before. If comes back. Yeah, what about that, Clarence? We're not doing this, are we? I just pulled up. We're, we're I just pulled up today, and we're not space doing. is still on some, did they some give the the us, posters did they, outside. Did they is give his really? num- oh, number away?
1: away?
2: He did. Gilmore's got did his they, number. Did they give his number away?
4: He already said he wants 15.
1: He does I, want 15. Yes, and this I, could you? Could last you, time I, you, I
4: checked, he's still a free agent. I don't know what you're saying for over there. But then again, Will Greer has 15, and
2: had to buy, He got to buy a little jerseys. Those 21 jerseys. Up.
4: It <laughs> was, do you have to do that if you're cut? From no. 15? Yeah, I don't think he'd have to no. do that. No. Yeah, yeah. No. So Micah, cuts, I, Micah, I'm pretty sure looked into
3: it, and it was zero, and it was. Millions, uh, I mean, yeah, millions with an S. Right. it was a bunch of millions. It's not he was like, nah, 11's good." Eleven works. <laughs> yeah, curse yeah, was like, "J Rod, take." It. <laughs> curse I have to buy any. Yeah, I don't, I, I've yeah. never seen a Kirsch jersey.
2: Yeah, but but getting back to the Zeke thing, I know we were joking, but there is a, a portion of the fan base that that think that there's a chance Zeke's come back, and I think Jerry and him were being nice by saying the door is not shut, but they're the door is shut. I mean, they 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 really expect him to sign with somewhere else, but the, the plan is not for him to come back.
4: I, mean, he, I, I don't see it. Yeah, that, see that, that, it. I don't either. I was being sarcastic. I know I, I said you were being there,
2: but there are a portion of the fan base. I mean, that, that whole day, I mean, like... Are these people nuts? Were they not listening?
4: Well, yeah. There's a lot of people that think that they have a new answer to defensive tackle, too. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it right. goodness
2: gracious. <laughs> there's
1: a lot that happens. Gentlemen, I appreciate your insights today. John of The Athletic. Nick Eatman, DallasCowboys.com. Clarence Hill, Fort Worth Star Telegram. We will do it again. You know, should we do it next one? Are, are you two available? What's we'll, we'll up?
3: Do it on the air. Yes, yeah, sir. are just going to say it. Okay. Commit to them right now on the That's air. Right. That's I'm right. I'm in. Yeah. yeah. You're in? I'm in. you
2: nice. in? Yes. Dog? Sure. Okay. All right, Nick. See, there we go. See, that easy. I mean, it's See, Easter Monday, don't we? Isn't don't that we? the holiday? Easter Monday? That's Easter Monday. You work in this business. He ain't doing holidays. Yeah, no, right? but Easter Monday. Day, you know, about
3: holidays. Thanksgiving Thursday, is that thing? Goodbye! <laughs> this has been
0: a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!